0: of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Well, hello and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones, and it is great to be here with you today. Uh, discussing matters related to worship, theology, and culture. And um, I am back after a uh, break over Christmas. I hope that you have had a great Christmas, Thanksgiving break, whatever uh, whatever you had, holiday break. I hope you have had a great one. And so uh, uh, it is good to be back in the swing of things and back in a normal routine. I love holidays, but that's the one thing that gets me is... Um, It breaks my routine, and I'm very much a person of routine, and so when it breaks that, it drives me crazy. Um, So here we are, back in the new year, and uh, discussing these matters. And so, uh, starting off this 2021 year, which, by the way, I hope is certainly better than 2020. Uh, Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, But I am starting off this year discussing a matter that has become important to me recent recently. uh, someone that I know, not someone I'm close to, but someone that I have a relationship with and have some communication with, uh, I recently found out is Muslim. And uh, so we've had some discussions about that, and it is it has made me want to dig into the Islam faith and look into it a little more as a Christian. And uh, so over the past month or two, I've really been reading a lot and, and studying about Islam, And have had some uh, eye-opening information, I think. And and it's really caused me to uh, not only see, uh, at least be able to see an Islamic perspective, but also determine how I as a Christian can have discussions with this Muslim person in hopes that he will see the light of the gospel. And so I want to discuss the worldview of Islam, and really, um, more than anything, I think looking into this matter has caused me to realize even further the contrast of worldviews between Islam and Christianity. And so that's what I want to discuss today, the contrast of worldviews between Islam and Christianity. And I think of all world religions, Christianity and Islam are probably two of the most prominent uh, they are derived from the same origins, but both faiths have diverged into manifold differences with respect to the worldviews. And the consequences of both Christianity's and Islam's worldviews are extensive in nearly every culture of the world. And those who don't understand these foundations, I think of both faiths, might incorrectly claim the God of Christianity to be the same as Islam. Maybe you have heard that. That, well, Allah and God, the Christian God, is the same God. I have heard that from numerous people. Uh, and, And when you hear people say that, you realize they understand nothing about one or the other or both. And so contrasting Christianity and Islam... Reveals a different truth that this is not the same God. The God of Christianity and the God of Islam is not in any way, shape, or form the same God. And Christians need to understand the Islamic worldview through a threefold lens. And I'm going to cover that today. And that is, number one, the doctrine, the Islamic doctrine of Tawheed. Number two, the Islamic view of sin and its remedy. And number three, the Islamic perspective on the person and nature of Jesus Christ. These three things separate Islam. There are a lot of things that separate Islam from Christianity. But these things, fundamentally more than any, anything else, separate Islam and Christianity. And... Um, and I think they create an irreconcilable contrast between these two faiths, okay? I, I'm not saying that Muslims and Christians cannot coexist and live together. I'm saying that the the faiths can never be reconciled. And both think they are right. Well, one is right. Discuss blaspheming Allah by discussing Jesus as divine. Jesus is referenced in Islam and considered an important figure, but no more important than other prophets in the faith. Islam even acknowledges the virgin birth, but denies perhaps the most important aspects of the life of Christ, his death and resurrection. And Islam supports Jesus as a messenger from God to Israel and even a Messiah, albeit not the Messiah. And so there there are some, you know, they, they don't dismiss Jesus. They they think he is important. Uh, but but he is not divine, as, as Christians would consider him. Traditional Muslim interpretation of the Quran suggests that Jesus was not crucified on the cross, but that God raised him to himself. That's in Quran 4, 158. God raised Jesus to himself. In other words, he just took him up to heaven. The Christian version of the ascension then occurs after the death and resurrection of Christ, while the Islamic version does not include Jesus' death. So, there is a new, um, well, in the past couple of hundred years, there's a a man named uh, Ahmed Didat, and he suggests that Jesus did not actually die on the cross, but only fainted, and then he awoke. And this is a view that is not common, but it's discounted by many Muslims, but it is a view that is out there, Okay. But most Muslims would say that God took him up to heaven. And uh, the greatest dis- disagreement between Islam and Christianity regarding the nature of Jesus centers around his divinity. The Islamic doctrine of Tawhid does not allow for God to either have the form of, of a human or have a personal relationship with people. And, or really to be divine in any sense of the word. Christianity is Christocentric. It revolves around Jesus as God in the flesh. And therefore, to reconcile by by adopting Islamic doctrine is an impossibility for Christianity. And so, to understand the vital differences between Islam and Christianity, we have to realize the point of separation, which is no more crucial than that of the person and nature of Jesus. You can... Not claim Christianity and deny the death, resurrection, and divinity of Jesus. I have heard of people who have tried to do that. I have heard of people who have claimed to be Christians, but deny, and there's one prominent person that, he's already passed away, but one that I'm thinking of that many people hold in high respect, uh, that denied, or at least questioned, the death, resurrection, and divinity of Jesus. You cannot do that. That is essential to being a Christian. Contrarily, someone cannot claim Islam and admit these three points of contention. With no bipolarity, Jesus is mysteriously both human and God. And I've heard people say that he is fully God and fully human, but fully implies some sort of quantity. But Jesus is God and human by nature, not by quantity. So it is more accurate to say that Jesus is truly God and truly human. That's an R.C. Sproul thought right there. And so this is the essence of Christianity, and it's blasphemous to the Islamic perspective. So there's an irreconcilable discord here. Realizing the foundational issues of Islam and the Islamic worldview exposes the fact that an irreconcilable discord subsists between Islam and Christianity. And this statement that I'm saying here doesn't negate the responsibility of Christians to love everyone, including Muslims. Certainly, there are commonalities between between Christianity and Islam, but the fundamental doctrines of Islam perpetuate a worldview that is not only inconsistent with Christianity, but may never be reconciled. And through the Islamic doctrine of Tawheed, the concept of sin and its remedy, and the perception of Jesus Christ, a worldview is created that stands opposed to Christianity. So the Christian's response should be greater love toward a people who misunderstand truth and who deny the gospel that is that exists to save them. And so, the Christian worldview includes love toward toward everyone, which is the place of origin for resolving significant differences between these two faiths. And so, as I've been looking into this, it has given me a greater understanding, perhaps, of Islamic perspective, but also a way to discuss the gospel with people who need Jesus and who come from an Islamic perspective. And I hope this has been beneficial to you and can help you maybe in witnessing to people who you know that are Muslim. They need Jesus just as much as anyone. So let us be people of the gospel, of the faith that Christ uses as a catalyst to draw people to him. I hope you have enjoyed this and this has been beneficial. So thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones.